0: Daniel
1: Metrich. Just give us a big old sign, you know? Just give us a big old, like, recording. Greatest whore like, in video bang. game
0: history is Ms. Pac-Man. For or, like, quarter, just take that out your... swallowed balls till she died.
1: <laughs> also yes. true. Eric, if you just wanted to, like... I just feel like life isn't as exciting when I don't have people regularly exposing themselves to us. So, Mm -hmm. like, if one day you just wanted to just be like, does this look weird to you? And just, like, we're on our drive and I look over. And I'm like, wow, I thought I was, like, uh, using the gear shift when I reached over. Nope.
0: It was Eric. It was Eric's joystick. A three-year-old boy examined his testicles while taking a bath. Mom, he asked, are these my brains? Not yet, she replied.
1: Except if you like grab the bottom and you squeeze them up a little bit, Mm -hmm. like tighten the sack around the actual testicles Mm -hmm. and then they look like a brain. That's my favorite regular to do is when we're just laying in in bed uh, uh, watching some TV and I, uh, and I just look over at my wife. Hey, what's up? She's like nothing. And I whip off the the blanket, and I have like my
0: balls crunched up in the sack real tight. I'm like the brain.
1: <laughs> now, see, I
0: enjoy the, I enjoy buffalo billing my wife. Ooh. So I'll be in the bed, and I'll just tuck all my shit back, and then cross Ooh. my legs over a little bit. Yeah. And I'll be like, hey, baby. And she'll be like, hey. And I'll whip the covers back and go,
1: dude or chick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Let's do this.
1: Let's make a pact right here at the beginning of this episode. Did you fuck me? I, I'm gonna do chick Sarah before the next episode in two weeks.
0: You need to the brain, Christy. <laughs> I had my co-worker brain Christy at her part-time job when she worked for Brighton. Welcome to When Daniel Met Rich. I'm Rich.
1: <laughs> I'm Daniel.
0: <laughs> Let's get to know each other. Follow us on all of the social medias. You can email us at When Daniel Met Rich. Follow us on YouTube. Like and subscribe, and uh, you can always, uh, you know, comment, email, all that fun stuff. Excitement Inc. is there. Excitement Ink. Uh, Inc. Excitement Inc. Thank you. I would blanked on that for whatever. That's no, okay. Reason. It's okay.
1: Well, you got a lot yeah. to
0: do at the beginning of the show. I always stutter I my way yes. through first. Be, be sure to check out the nerd-centric show, Excitement, Inc. It's, as well.
1: It's, you know, we had a really good episode yeah. just now of that.
0: Yeah. Talking so, about games and movies. Did you ever see the movie Waiting? Mm, yeah. Okay. No, I
1: didn't, but we talk about it a lot. Okay. I think.
0: Yeah, it was early, I hear about it on a podcast a lot. Early with Ryan Reynolds, where it's... It, it's a show it's a movie about a restaurant called Shenanigans which is like your basic TGI Fridays. Right, yep. And it's all the tomfoolery that the wait staff gets into during the shift and whatnot. Yeah. And they play a game in that called yep. the game where they are intentionally exposing their genitals to other oh coworkers my gosh. and then berating them for looking and being gay.
1: Ah, yeah, nice.
0: My job adopted this game. Oh no, oh no. The years
1: ago. This is. This sounds like an HR
0: issue waiting to be exposed. Oh, that's the joke. Is oh, okay. that? Is that? W- if we had HR in our building, we all would have been gone <laughs> within oh half an hour. Oh god. Of HR setting foot in the building. Wow. Just, yeah.
1: Yeah. But as long as women aren't being exposed to that aren't oh, and that never
0: happened. that, that was you know this is all just dudes on the floor being stupid, yeah, definitely. and it you know it had its run and died out fairly quickly, right. so right those who were in on it were you know thought it was hilarious. Of those course. who weren't were avoided at all costs, yeah kind of, of course thing. so right. so allegedly this happened you don't want
1: <laughs> you don't want the wrong person to see the brain right. That's right, I so, mean, but then you can always just like wipe it off if they seem freaked out, you can just be like, "Hey, does this look wrong to you?" Kind mm-hmm. of like that guy at Walmart that I walked in on, yeah, at the beginning of uh last episode. I explained that I walked into uh Walmart and there was a guy definitely analyzing his penis to the open area of a bathroom with a urinal behind him, and
0: um, that's standard fare for I just a Walmart bathroom to be fair.
1: I'm a victim now, Rich. <laughs> okay? I'm a victim.
0: All right? I raise a glass to your victimization.
1: Hey, thanks. I was trying not to, like, you know, I'm like, how do I, how do I talk about this and not be, like, I'm not trying to be stiff. I'm just trying to find, like, the right thing to say.
0: It's kind of hard to not be stiff when another dude's showing you his junk. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, do uncut men, do you, I'm cut, are you cut? I'm cut. Uh, do uncut men like what does it look like when they become erect? Because I've never analyzed. The only time I've seen an uncut penis is in porn mm-hmm. or when I'm being indecently exposed to, and and I'm like, how does that? How does the sheath come back? Like, does it just fully come back when you're erect, or does the sheath go up with it and then the girl has to it's, pull back on it? Because in porn, like, the girl has it and is holding it, so it's, it's like, like oh,
0: a it it's like a sleeve
1: almost. Right, even when erect, though. Mm-hmm. It, but is it not pulled back? Are they out of the turtleneck?
0: Or are they still... Depends the on the what state home? they're in during intercourse. It, it, it might flexes with to it, add an extra layer of mm-hmm. sensation that apparently is just great.
1: It might depend on the weenie you're looking at, too. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, the weenie or the wiener. I shouldn't say weenie. Mm. I don't know. It depends. I feel like a weenie is like a really small wiener, but a wiener is like a wiener. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, weenie is like toy. It's like, you know, like a little smoky. Like, you can't, yeah. do it. like, maybe a clitoris is a weenie. Maybe. You know, maybe women have weenies and boys yeah. have weeners. I don't know. That's weird. How weird would it be if hot dogs came in sleeves that you had to pull back to? It? <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> they kind of do. At least the <laughs> sausage does. You yeah, know, the you, cut the does. Sa-
1: you cut the sausage there. And, it- and you can squeeze the contents right out.
0: You can. You really
1: can. Yes. Hey, um I'm gonna I said I'd do this at the beginning of the episode. I don't know do man, this. my word. We were talking about iTunes. If folks <laughs> it, We're gonna get in the technical side for a second here. It is incredibly hard to upload a podcast, to have hosting for it, to we pay money to do this, okay? Plain and simple. And we love doing it for you. We don't begrudge you guys for that at yeah. all. Um, but iTunes has been a pain in the butt. <laughs> I need to get on and make sure everything's updated because I had to change the host. I changed the host to a better host to try and use Spotify. That host was a literal pain in the ass um, and not worth the cost, which was actually more. So I switched back to SoundCloud. We're not on Spotify. Get over it. We're on Google Music or Google Play. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on. We are on Spotify. We're not on Spotify. Sorry, no. We're on SoundCloud. Thank you, Rich, and iTunes. Okay, we're there. We might be on more places eventually, but for now, that's three of the most major places you can get podcasts. So get over it. iTunes still was a little difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, and Rich sent me these instructions that like perfectly encapsulate what it's like to use iTunes. Okay, um, Rich said it's super easy to have iTunes do what you want. Just follow these easy steps. One, open iTunes. Two, select the file you were looking at that time that your wife said she could see it from your point of view and she's sorry she was wrong. Three, bring democracy to Cuba. Four, appreciate the sheer artistry that is ballet. The only interesting part of ballet is when the jealous one walks out with a lead pipe and breaks the other one's leg. Five, get 6 9 the rapper, Hired as the newest CEO of Microsoft. <laughs> Seven. Profit more from your contribution than Apple does. This is a list of impossible things. <laughs> Just impossible. Things. Okay. Uh, Takashi Six is going to be in jail for at least thirty years. So. Jeez. Um,
0: Can we attack another thirty? <laughs> I know, right? Just. Oh
1: my gosh. Well, I mean. I, don't, yeah. I was gonna say, how do you run Microsoft from behind bars? But apparently, Martin screlly has been isolated for running a business behind bars. So there you go. Oh, oh. good stuff. It's just the best stuff. Yes. iTunes is just man. I technical endeavors, man. We do a lot in here to keep this <laughs> this ship afloat. We do. Sometimes we point the mast uh, perfectly so that we're into the wind, but it doesn't happen very often.
0: Yeah, we're still, I mean, we're still
1: new to this. We have 2,000 uh accumulative views Woohoo! on When Daniel Met Rich. Thanks. That's really good. Thank you all very much. Thank you all. Because that means there's a lot of people on the in-between, too. Um, I think no matter how many of these episodes that I've listened to or you've listened to or Eric or Taylor, our main listeners, that we know of listen to, um, have listened to all of them, but we know people like Tim Schaefer. you're keeping up, your truck drivers. I don't know all of them by name. Justin's one of them. Justin, I remember you, Justin. I mm-hmm. think Gary's in there. Yeah. Justin didn't like Resident Evil 4, and I respect no. that. He didn't get to Resident Evil 6, though. Now, that one, that was a shit show. <laughs> Justin, I'm just saying, we've been doing this for like a year. We have been doing this for
0: about a year. Isn't that crazy to think about? It like, is. little well over a year.
1: It considering is. how many times we tried to start
0: doing it and just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's. Yeah, well, I mean, there's. And to be fair, for the first first what six to eight months, we were winging this. It was kind of it hard. It's like, hey, I think we're doing this right. No, no, we're not. Nope. We mm-hmm. need to fix this and this and this. Okay, we doing this right yet? Yes. We're closer. We need a bigger room. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need a lot more electrical. We we need to find <laughs> affordable electrical more than anything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We're coming up on the anniversary of the birthday show because my birthday is this Friday. Also true. <laughs> it's that the, the show that never aired. <laughs> it did?
1: <laughs> no, it didn't. No, it I heard didn't. it. It went full dark. It went full dark.
0: No, because I whooped out the microphones for you. Were they early
1: birthday presents then?
0: They were. Oh, okay. Yeah. You had busted them out earlier in the day. We went to dinner and came back. Yes. Boom. Okay, no, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Because I was like, I've heard the show. I've seen it on YouTube. I know it's out there. Jeez, Okay. All right. All right. We'll still. Challenge me. (laughs) I'm sorry. Throw my fucking knowledge dick on this table. I don't know anything. Ear rape you
1: with it. I'll just have to pet it. I'm going to (sighs) have to pet that ear dick Mm -hmm. that you're ear dicking me with. Yes. Ear Mm. me! I'm just not. Hey. Mm -hmm.
0: um, Ready your brain mouth for my mind penis. mm.
1: Anyway. (laughs) Thank you
0: Eugene Merman. You want to go first or me? Because I don't have much. Um, Well I was bringing up earlier. I. I had a weird exchange. Like. Last. Can't even remember when it was. But. uh, I went to a bar and this is. This is how I've discovered that with with aging and a lack of alcohol on a regular basis, beer screws my stomach up hard. I can't drink beer anymore. So. Beer is the only thing that really gets me drunk, like happy drunk. See, rum does that for me. Okay. So I can do like rum and cokes pretty, pretty extensively, but I mix beer in there and it's just, you know, a literal shit show. Just my stomach. Stomach is like okay, we're gonna just process everything in you, and it's going to fire out. Get ready. Okay, now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's kind of like.
0: I was like,
1: when we already started, (laughs) (laughs) it has begun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: So, um, we were at a pizza joint, and I had a beer and a couple slices of pizza, and it was just like, no, oh, oh. So I run to the bathroom, and I'm like, okay, I think I'm done. No. I'm not done. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Meanwhile, there's... Come on! <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy. So now others are waiting for me. So I leave the bathroom when I'm finished, maybe 10, 15 minutes later. I don't know. person waiting is like, geez, what took you so long? And I'm like, do you really, really want to ask a stranger about their bathroom habits?
1: Yeah. That's just rude in the first place.
0: I, I, well, it just struck me as very odd. It's like, I don't want to know what people I know are doing in the bathroom. I, it, they're free to share, but I don't need to know. No. And no. it's like, just because you were slightly inconvenienced for a little bit of time, you this has made you intensely curious? I don't understand. The other issue is that my I have to rein in my... <laughs> lack of a better term, wit most of the time, so that I don't upset people. And that leash gets more and more slack if I have alcohol in me. Okay. So this so I I mean I only had a couple beers, but that was enough.
1: But it loosens your tongue just right.
0: Yeah. You know? So I look at this guy and I'm like, do you really want to know the bathroom habits of a stranger? And he was like, yeah, what were, what were you doing in there? And I was like, your mom and your wife at the same time. I understand your jealousy. And I kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. And so I was like, that could have got me hit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Um, Asking someone what took so long as they come out of the bathroom could have gotten them hit also, though. Right. I feel like you got to be expecting some shit if you're going to give anyone shit.
0: Right. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck do you think I was doing? Yeah, exactly. I was, I was evacuating it's my It's like, balance. you'll find out
1: when you smell it when you go in. Yeah.
0: Got a present for you. Yeah, right? Now, there was another time where I was using a handicap stall. Yeah. And it was one of those situations where it was like, oh, this is a rough one. Mm-hmm. And then I see wheels. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, shit.
1: Well, at least they get to sit while they wait.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that, <laughs> basically. Well, when I finish, I get up. He's like all indignant. He's like, "Are you handicapped?" I was like, "I was before I went in there. It's a magic stall." <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, jeez. Uh, I feel like you get away with saying like sarcastic things more often because of your size. I have, that might be the case. I think that's what it is cuz no one wants to start a fight with you. I feel like if I said things like that that I would get most people that didn't like me, like and I used to say things like that would just want to fight me or just bully me. Like that was the thing in like high school and stuff is where they they'd be like walking by and they'd call me that, you know, faggot word. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, "Okay. Can we just be friends?" Like what is your like what is your like I would address things right there. I'd be like, I, did I, I didn't I did make out with your girlfriend. Why are you mad at me? Why are you treating me like I wronged you or something? You know, like you get pushed around or, you know, hit in the face, whatever, how that worked. And that caused me to, like, not try to initiate with people that might take it the wrong way. But I feel like you're a lot more open to it because of your size and, you know, like, your repercussions aren't so bad because people can't, like, people are not ready to start a fight with you. Because you can probably finish more fights, <laughs> maybe in in comparison. You know what I mean? Maybe like just and then looking at me, I'm like at least a foot shorter than you. Yeah,
0: i Well, you know? I mean, when I was when I was in high school and school in general, and just I was bullied a lot, but I just uh-huh. I did my best to just keep quiet and move on mm-hmm. till about my junior year. That's yeah. when I started getting snippy back right for whatever reason i don't know what that was but yeah yeah if somebody called me the if somebody called me a gay slur mm-hmm. like that you know i'd just be like you know i'd start the whole you know how i know you're gay joke from the 40 yeah. year old yep. virgin yeah just stuff like that and i was you know it's like, it's oh, i know you're gay because your dick tastes like shit <laughs> dumb shit like that you know but I, me and a guy at work actually got into those a few times, just having fun with it. Yeah. Just joking around. Yeah. you know. be like, you know, I know you're gay because your shoes and your sweatpants match. Nah. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, I know you're gay because your favorite fruit flavor is cock. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I know you're gay because that outfit is on point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I know you're gay because I kind of want to have sex with you now. Please, <laughs> please. Please be interested. Right. <laughs> <Just>. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but no, still, it's like it's it's this weird thing of like because we have so many similarities. Mm-hmm. But we also have a lot of differences. Mm-hmm. Which is like gonna come out when we like, you know, hang out in the same room and we find out these things about each other because like there's things where I kind of had to come to the realization that like cause you talk about like not observing things and things going right over your head mm-hmm. and having this different experience, like especially like with girls. For me, I didn't have that experience at all. Right. Like, I don't feel like I was ever oblivious. There's a couple of times, maybe more like maybe less often than you, but I feel like like I was like embracing that a lot easier, and in the way that like having conversation with people in just like fun ways is also like kind of part of that openness as a as a, as a person and not like I don't know, it's this weird thing where we have the contrasting things, and I was gonna say something, but I totally forgot what it was, um probably because it's past my bedtime. Maybe. Right now. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting up there it on was, No, it, it Yeah, it definitely is. But I digress. Um, Weeknight recordings. Mm. One of the differences we can't help but force is that you're like a foot taller than me, minimum. And so we have different experiences like this. I would love to say sarcastic things like that, like way more often. And the first time I think I actually like, I don't want to say like sarcastically snapped into that. but um, And it's really weird uh, is that we when we went to go see the screening of How to Train Your Dragon 3, Mm-hmm. you, me, and the wives. There was a guy uh, who was in line behind you guys and was practically up your wife's ass <laughs> mm-hmm. in terms of impatient. Yeah. Where I feel like, and you had a really good way to point him, and I don't think we talked about this on the show yet, did we? I don't think so. Yeah. You had a great solution, um, which was just let the guy go in front of us. <laughs> you know, if this guy is like that, amped about getting into a freaking seat just let him go ahead of us and I was already kind of mad at him because he was like acting really weird in the first place uh it was like an older guy who honestly I don't know why he would like how he was that interested in seeing this movie but he also knew that it was a first come first serve kind of situation and um I started stepping in between him and Christy because I could tell she could feel him breathing on her neck Mm -hmm. he was so close and I wasn't being very quiet about him, like, you know, being, you know, me having to, like, step in between and go, look, like, they don't swing, stop, like, you right. know, uh, being all up on her. And then we got into the screening and we sat down and I found um, seats with our passes on them. Um, it was literally labeled for us. Mm-hmm. And we got in a line and we walked up and we sat in the the seats And he was a row in front of us. I don't know if he got a different pass, if he didn't read his email, but um, I knew those seats were reserved for us. And he he said, yo, those seats are reserved to which I said, sir, I'm pretty sure these are ours. Can you mind your own business and leave us alone? (laughs) Yeah. Because at this point he was already pissing me off, let alone getting into my business. (laughs) Those seats really were ours. Right. Um, from the contest that I won with the emails, and now he was really being nosy. Yeah. And he ended up going back and finding seats farther away from the screen anyway. They usually reserve seats for, like, so, for instance, uh, the, all the main seats, all the best seats were for a charity organization. Right. Perfect. That's how all those things work, and then they fill in the seats with, like, other random people who might tweet about it, and then we do that. Right. So we did that, and it was fun. But I ended up telling that guy off, and um, not telling him off so much. Um, but I think I did the right thing. Yeah. Spoke with a therapist actually about it. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> was I'd, like, I'd that was the right thing. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a lot of things come up in my personal life that have really challenged me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like, uh, uh, challenged me. And inter- people were saying things to me. That I think anyone with less control of me would have busted their teeth out for saying mm-hmm. to their face. And so I did actually start going to see a therapist. I'm, I'm okay with saying it out loud. I think people need to take care of their mental health. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's not something to be ashamed of mm-hmm. either at all um, because mental health is like a very intricate thing. And if you don't get a hold of it, it will control you. Right. Plain and simple. Oh, you know? absolutely. So I'm talking to my therapist, and I was like, I'm just kind of wondering, you know, like, the difference there. And he was like, well, you didn't tell that um, that old guy um, to sit down and shut the fuck up, Grandpa, <laughs> before I take you out and beat your ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to say that, by all means. But I did, um, you know, I wasn't – I was assertive, but also still able to voice what I meant to say, right? Right. So – um again here we are this was like a major diatribe and deviation from where we were kind of approaching and talking to people <laughs> out loud right. but and i won't go into that fully we can eventually maybe whatever how but i made the statement i wanted to make in that there's different ways to talk to people and, and like say these things out loud mm-hmm. it was weird for me to do that in the theater yeah. which is a, is kind of weird but I was also being poked and prodded at in in like real life too. That made me like get to a point where I was like, I need to put my foot down with this stranger. Right. Therapist said I did a great job.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christy said, you know, because I was out of the theater at that mm-hmm. point. I think I went to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think I went to the concession stand or the bathroom or something. Yeah. But when I came back, Christy was like, "Yeah, you know, told the guy to <laughs> was was much more tactful." Than I would have been with him. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which is interesting. So.
0: Yeah. Well, no. If he had said something like that in my presence to my wife, I would have been like, sir, do I have to contact the FBI and make sure you're not on their watch list because you're 60 and in a children's movie? Yeah. (laughs) How far away from playgrounds are you supposed to be, sir? Right. Just start casting aspersions on his character, making it's him true. feel weird. It's true.
1: <laughs> now, now, that's the fun fun part where, like, you say that and mm-hmm. you're, like, he was about my height. So, you're a foot taller than both of us. You say something like that. He might go, uh, this isn't a fight I want to pick. If I said something like that, he mm-hmm. might have said, you can't talk like that, me, to me like that. Let's go outside. <laughs> you know? Like. Uh, I don't know. It's interesting. And who knows? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Knows? I don't know. Man. I don't know. I have a lot broader shoulders than I used to be when I was a little mm-hmm. boy. A lot more thick. Yeah. T-H-I-C-C. I I get a lot of booty. My wife told me I had a square butt. That's rude. I know. And then she tried to say it was round today. And I was like, no. Three and a half years ago, (laughs) you told me I had a square butt. (laughs) On August 2nd of 2016, you told me I had a square butt. And this doesn't make any sense. I digress. Do you have a square butt?
0: I might. I don't know. I've noticed things as I get older.
1: Get off just camera there. and show me. <laughs> Check uh, out my ass. Eric, close your eyes.
0: <laughs> no, I want him to watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> open your eyes. I have to hold open his eyelids and secretly close mine. I,
0: I've been referring to him as the finger because <laughs> of oh, his last name. Nice. So whenever somebody asks, you know, who's your audio guy, I can give him the finger. It's See, that, good times. That
1: reminds me of Littlefinger, though, from Game of Thrones. And that, that character was a literal douche. Like the (laughs) biggest douchebag ever. So I want to call Eric Bigfinger because he's the opposite of Littlefinger. He's a stand-up guy. I just go with the finger. He's polite. He's honest.
0: Thanks. Um, Somebody step into me, I'll be like, you going to make me bust out the finger? Yeah, bust out the big finger. Every time you say finger,
1: I'm going to say the biggest finger. Oh, yeah. Anyway.
0: Nice. Anyways, sorry. So I've been it today. trying to uh, get away from my phone lately. So oh, God, that's hard. It is. I, I realized the other day at break that I'm spending the entire break time on my phone just scrolling, ticking around with yeah. dumb shit. clickbait. And then I went into the library and I'm sitting in the chair and I'm just dicking around on my phone.
1: It's like Celebrities We Lost and I, in
0: 2019. And it's I,
1: a picture of Chris Pratt.
0: I stop, and I look around, <laughs> and I was like, I am surrounded by books, and I'm dicking around with my phone. What do you mean surrounded by books? Because I was sitting in the library. Oh, there's a library at your work? No, here. Oh, here. in the. No, sorry. after I got home from work, I went up to the library. I got you. I got you. Sorry. Still dicking around on my phone, and I was like, I need to read more. So I've been taking a book with me to work now, and I'm reading on my break instead of just dicking around on my phone. And the book that I've been reading so far is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. Perfect. Who's Mark Manson?
1: Is he a comedian? He's the
0: author of uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I don't don't know anything beyond that.
1: Kind of like the author of the um, porn dictionary, right? Possibly.
0: Okay. Um, but I've been reading the and it's really good, really funny. I'm not very, very far in it, but uh, he goes through and he's telling the story about this king that had a son. And he wanted he wanted to make sure that his son would never want for anything. Okay. So he just anything this kid wants, he's getting it. You know, he. anything that comes out of the kid's mouth, I want this, done. Okay. He builds high walls around his kingdom to keep the kid protected. Okay. And the kid gets to, like, his teenage years, 20 years, and he realizes that it sucks. Everything's being handed to him.
1: He's not earning anything. That's not fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So... He gets somebody to help him escape from the walled city and go out amongst the world and he's seeing all these people living in all this squalor Mm -hmm. and he's just horrified. So he decides he's going to give up everything and live like that. Yeah. That's how he's going to solve it. So he's actually a bum for like 20 years. Ooh. Living and just eating what other people throw away or whatever he can find and just basically sleeping on the streets, mm-hmm. not being all this stuff. He realizes that sucks. And so he finds a tree and says he's going to sit under the tree until he can think of a better idea. And then he finally comes up with a better idea. Yeah, That guy was Buddha. Oh, God. <laughs> and he's telling the story, and I had, I had heard the story of, Buddha before you yeah, know, yeah, this yeah. was not foreign to me but seeing it written out like that I was like that's actually a pretty palatable way mm-hmm. of telling the story yeah and I was like okay this is fun and I'm getting into it and there's things like that that he's bringing up in this mm-hmm. book that you know happiness is a problem wow and that social media is ruining everyone's idea of happiness Yeah, no, that's true. Because we're thinking that all these people are living their best lives and doing all this awesome stuff and everything, and nobody's really considering that we're seeing the fourth revision of the sixth edit.
1: It's true, yeah. Like, we're only seeing the best of the best. Like, you know, no one's sharing that their car broke down and they're stuck on the side of the highway and it's their birthday and they're trying to get to their birthday party, which they're going to get there and no one showed up anyway. Like, (laughs) no one's sharing that on Facebook. Or, that's
0: all they're sharing. Ooh,
1: that too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. There's
0: the two extremes. There's the, man, my life is so great, all this is just awesome, blah, 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 blah. Envy me. And then there's the... I can't catch a break. Life is shitting on me. Every time I do anything, I just get a big old pile of crap just mm-hmm. dumped on my shoulders. Some more. This is not worth it.
1: Give me sympathy.
0: Give me sympathy. Pour into it. Oh, yes. Man.
1: Yeah. Well, that that makes sense. I wonder if there's a way to do a perfect balance of both, or if social media is just like ruining. Uh, the actual living experience, you know, it's the idea of people being on cell phones um, to a horrific extent. Terrifies me. Yeah, it terrifies me. I don't know about you because like having real experiences with real people is like pretty cool. I mean, we're probably m- myself and Sarah um, and anyone else in my generation are probably the last generation of people who like will strip like last generation of people who are more likely to meet their partner in real life and not the internet. You know. Yeah. In a weird um in a weird not to say that like meeting your partner over the internet is bad. Eric met his girlfriend on video games. There are people out there who are married because of video games mm-hmm. and found their partners that way. Right, Eric? And there's nothing wrong with it so much as um it makes you wonder if life is going to be, you know, be built on social media in a way, or maybe it'll eventually go away and people will be like, "That's stupid." What if, what if social media is an extended fad?
0: I think, I think we're on the verge of the bubble bursting. I th- I, I people realize social is media is to, terrible. <laughs> I think the fad is about to pop. Yeah. Um. Not that, not that social media is terrible. I mean.
1: It's not inter- for society.
0: Yeah, the internet has helped open source so much information. The only issue is that it has also helped open source insecurity. And falsely aggrandizing self-esteem.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And there's one part in this book that I, I'm still like, I'm only like chapter six. But there's one part in this book where he's describing his friend and his friend has this, like, amazingly high self-esteem. But he's never done anything. Interesting. He will talk about all these plans and all these startups that he's working on. And he's just going to do this business and it's going to be awesome. And the, everything's taken off. All the things are going right. And he just name drops like crazy. But he's a leech off of his relatives and just pretty much stays stoned. So he's he's building this beautiful life in his own mind, but he's doing nothing to make it happen. Mm -hmm. And the point in there is that like in the 60s, and I remember like bits of this as I was growing up, there was this massive wave that children were taught to think they're special. Yeah, you are exceptional. Yeah, you are destined for great things.
1: Here's no. a participation trophy.
0: <laughs> no, we're not. we're mostly average. That's true. The majority of us are average. Yeah. And right now we're feeling this like weird thing where we're like not a- if we're not extraordinary, we're making it look that way. Yeah. Or we're bitching about it not happening. Also true,
1: which just promotes talking the mm-hmm. walk and not walking the
0: walk, right,
1: which is so true, or living like vicariously through others, yeah, in that way, in this term of like, well, if you like want to do that, why don't you just do it? Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing for me is that like when you see these people like living this experience, I might become jealous. And and I might see that. And I and I, I mean, I do see these things online. I'm like, damn, they're doing that right now. Okay. Damn, they're doing that right now. Okay. But you know what I do? Go, <laughs> oh, I'm going to fucking do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't go online and I don't go, oh, man, I wish I was doing that right now. Oh, man, I wish I was doing this right now. Oh, look at me doing it. It's really honestly like if there is a great achievement then it's like yeah i want to share with people like there are things like i'll share about the show mm-hmm. where i say like we're reaching a thousand viewers and that's like or like a thousand you know accumulative listens that's something to be really excited about you know what i mean yeah. and i want people to know that this is not a joke what yeah. we're doing here <laughs> like you know we're we're doing this because it's fun because we know we have an awesome product here that we're making just, mm-hmm. just being friends Just interlacing fingers and looking straight into the camera. There's so much just platonic love here. That's Mm. even just in the hands are a little little clammy.
0: I'm a little chilly. Yeah,
1: I was like, but I feel, um, (laughs) I feel so happy doing this and being here. Me too. Even with with or without the social media. But I digress. We're talking about social media here. I then look at, um, you know, it also is interesting to be able to dissect your friends by looking at their social media. Yep. There was one girl that I was in social media with, uh, friends with, that I was in a percussion ensemble um, ring of people that we knew each other. And I found out very quickly that uh, she was extremely self-absorbed because every other day was a new picture of herself. Mm-hmm. Just herself, just a selfie. Mm-hmm. like everyone wanted to see that. Mhm. And boy was it not hard for me to avoid her. <laughs> Just like, "Eh, nah. Yeah. Don't like I, I under like there's a lot of people that wanted to be friends with her and I'm like, "Okay, they probably garnered, you know, an appreciation of her through real life um that I wasn't about to take the time doing, frankly." Right. But then that, there's that un- un- unfollow button thankfully on Facebook where you can let, you know, someone know, "Hey, uh, be friends." But I'm. I don't want to see everything you have to say. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. There's. There's a lot of hiding in my feed. <laughs> just the ones that are constantly self-aggrandizing. It's like, okay, I'm just gonna hide your stuff. So yeah. Or hateful, it hateful rhetoric. Show yeah. up in my face all yeah. the freaking time. It really sucks. Um, one
1: of my relatives who I adore. Mm-hmm. um would post things there's you know things coming from my side of the family or like other sides of the family where they're like you know um sometimes i I agree with them sometimes I don't and it kind of started with like the cool thing of like you know funny memes about raising your kids right, um funny things about how America works and fighting for freedom and being respectful to veterans, okay um which eventually became um oh, there's a caravan crossing the border into the U.S. from Mexico right now. I heard there's a ton of lettuce being recalled we could feed them with.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, I know. Which on one, it's that morbid sense of humor makes it funny. Yeah. But that's when I was like, that was, it was hateful. Right. You know what I mean? And then, like, I was like, I'm going to let this one fly, and then I saw more like it. Right. And that's when I had to hit the hide button, which bums me out. You know what I mean? But when you see people go to the extremes, you're just kind of like, okay, now you're becoming, and it makes me wonder if it's that that microphone that they're giving, that loudspeaker, that megaphone, that um, they begin to kind of not care as much. Like they see the internet as a filter or like a screen that they can hide behind. Where I know for a fact this this relative that I adore wouldn't say that out loud. he's married to an immigrant right, okay, citizen now, but then you say things like that about people like trying to escape their country. You know for a fact that people in these other countries live in poverty mm-hmm. compared to here, but i digress uh, 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 he's the the immigrant he's married to came over the right way, so yeah and, <laughs> and this opens up that dialogue yeah
0: there's there's I found that there's the spectrum right below the bigots and the racists. Yes. Is the immigration that, immigration done right. Yes. The people that went through the entire process, got the visas, went through the renewal of the visas went through every step of citizenship and finally stood there in front of the video of the president swearing them in saying congratulations on becoming a citizen Mm -hmm. we're very proud to have you right they are so hardcore against illegal immigrants yeah so true and that that actually i get oh yeah that i understand because they're like they're like you don't realize, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's infuriating, yeah, to be a immigrant in this system, yep. and have people look at you and assume that you're illegal, right? Yes. So they're just like, nah, and I, I get it. Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. I love seeing that on my Facebook, yeah. and in my Twitter and everything. Definitely, I love seeing. All of the hate speech. I love seeing the these
1: <laughs> shitheads seeing... out
0: themselves. Yeah, to, exactly. Yes. To their friends and loved Dude,
1: ones. I saw the funniest post of like uh there was someone who posted a picture that had the most likes and it was an article about like uh uh I think it might have been Jared Polis like talking about like something and free free speech or whatever. And they said, um, "Here are all the people. Here's a picture of all the people that are going to be uh, disagreeing with your uh, with your immigration policy." And it was a bunch of profile pictures of a bunch of white guys with sunglasses in their profile picture, <laughs> <laughs>
0: like the sporty, awesome. sun-
1: like just and it's way too close to their face. They're wearing caps or they're like you know, all white, all sporty sunglasses. <laughs> And these are all the people that are going to be agreeing and disagreeing with you. (laughs) And it's so ridiculous. But, I mean, there are some people that are here and far between. But, yeah, there's the Cathy's who, you know, post and post and post on, on, you know, the first gay governor's uh uh facebook posts and she says oh it's witchcraft oh my god and they're here and it's oh my gosh it was it was the best i love reading you're right it's like it's, pure hilarity for people to get online oh yeah. and i'm just kind of like i'm sure you like people of other races i'm sure you don't believe in slavery <laughs> you're out of hand lady
0: i want i want to start a line of T-shirts that is just like something innocent, something innocuous or whatever. But then if they're exposed to a blacklight or if they get overheated or they go in the sun or whatever, yeah. it just puts all of their quotes of all the hateful, shitty shit they've <laughs> ever said online just stands out on their shirt right. right there on their chest. So that they're just like, oh, my God, it's a hot one out there. How are you doing today, sir? And here's this gay guy staring at a T-shirt that says "Fags should be slaughtered." Right? And he's like, "Get out of my store!" Right? Yeah. Just exactly. that whole removing the anonymity there. I, I you're eating for free today, sir. Yeah. Here's
1: your uh, cheeseburger with extra loogie on it. Yeah.
0: Coming soon to our merch shop. I know. <laughs> Uh, Do you remember hyper color shirts that like they would react to body heat or sunlight or whatever? Vaguely, yes. That's the kind of thing I'm thinking of. Gosh.
1: It's just like, you know,
0: here, here, auntie, I got you a t-shirt with your favorite cat on it. Oh, thank you. And across (laughs) the back, it's... It's something derogatory towards Mexicans, yeah, and then she exactly. like wears it to work, right. and all this.
1: That would work good for like the coffee mugs that heat up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like it's on the front. It says like "world's" on the front of your side. It says "world's best boss." Puts coffee on it on a bag It says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, Depending uh, on uh, how
0: dark you are is how much your raise will be.
1: Oh, God, yes, exactly. Like, right? Yeah. Mm. Uh,
0: problems. <laughs> no, that's, I, I just, I had that idea the other day. I was like, if the person you're talking to knew what you had posted on your Twitter. And it's true. And it's true. Hey, mad. But, you know, maybe people would be a little bit more careful about the, what they say or the way they Basically. think. I don't know. Right? Basically. But, I, I mean, I kind of want to hear that. I want to know who thinks that way just to kind of have the conversation with them and be like, what brought yeah, you to that? It's true. What logic are you following that brought you to this place? Uh, there, was, there was a friend I had in Georgia that was extremely conservative and yeah. right wing. Oh, God. And this has not changed, and I'm seeing, and I'm seeing her Facebook feed now, and I'm just kind of like, really? And these are people that really? will swear
1: to your face. Oh, I'm not racist. Oh, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a homophobe, or like, you know, like, or maybe this is outright for you. I've not lived in yeah. a southern state, but you know, like, I know, I know people who, like, in the past have, you know, I'm not racist, but that N word. Is a freaking And I'm like, no, you are racist. If you're using that as a weapon, if you're making it like, if you're saying that because of who they are, they're lesser than you are that. You can't, you can't like <laughs> if oh, you I've have known, to say it
0: first. I have known plenty of people in Georgia that would say, I'm not a racist. I got plenty of friends that are n-words. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my. You don't get it. You do not get it. Uh, I'm just kind of looking
1: at him like, you heard what you said, right? Yeah, no. Just and I had to approach one of my um one of my old friends after watching Get Out. Um <laughs> who's African American and I said, "Yo, like I like I have to ask and I'm only going to ask this once. Am I ever that bad?" Cuz I feel like I just like I don't <laughs> feel that way because we're f- good friends, like I you know, we're not worried about it and he says, "It's never that bad. It was definitely highlighted and exaggerated in that light." Um, when you were watching Get Out in mm. the contents of Get Out, um, and it, no, never, not even close. And I'm like, Whoosh. yeah, because I'm like, okay, because those people were oblivious, but they weren't. It was part of the social commentary that Jordan Peele was exposing. And Get right. Out, obviously, you know what I mean. Uh, their interest in terms of pointing things out. Um, but still, I was like, is it ever? Am I? He's like, no, it's not. It exists, and sometimes it can't happen, but it's never that bad. I was like, Whoosh.
0: what are you referring to there?
1: Things like, um, uh, oh, you want to play some golf? You know, Tiger Woods is real good at you know uh, uh, swinging. Oh, you know, African Americans are the most uh, you know people when they were bringing up. Oh, uh, the whole about white him, guilt thing. Yes, the subtle pointing out of like things that are black yeah. because you're black is like. I, oh, I we wish could we could elect
0: Obama Obama third third term yeah, exactly
1: that kind of thing. thing. Yeah, no. where it's like white maybe people, it hmm. could be about what Bar- Barack Obama did, not because he's black. But I digress. Continue. Yeah, there's. There, they, they uh, there are racist. plenty
0: of white people that say that to other white people to just highlight how not racist they are. Yes, yes, and they feel that it's okay to say that to other white people mm-hmm. because it's like, see, 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 I'm not <laughs> racist. See? see, 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 I'm not. Lynching this weekend? Okay. No, was, oh God! Exactly. <laughs> no. It's like I'm covering something. No, it's no. just. And yeah, it's. But I, when I was reading her feed about, and she doesn't stand behind any of the racism or the sexism or anything. But she's, she's one of those that just voted the Republican ticket. Uh huh. That's that's how we got Trump. Is that so many people showed up, party loyalty, yeah. and yeah, so many Democrats just stayed home. And
1: it sucks that like people say there aren't shades of gray, but then they make you choose between two colors, right? Black and white.
0: Yeah. Continue. Now there are people there. Those that are that just voted straight up Republican on that, I. I can understand where they're coming from on that. The just mm-hmm. you know, and the logic is flawed. True. But it's understandable. The ones that are just like, Yay, Trump, I'm like, No, you can still be a Republican and support the Republican Party and everything and still think this guy's a fucking idiot. Most do. And most do. That's true, yeah. Yeah, I was like, hey, I'm a Republican, but mm-hmm. this guy's an embarrassment.
1: <laughs> right. That's what most so. people say. I mean, even, you know, Joe Biden on his deathbed mm-hmm. <laughs> was like, nah, this guy's terrible. This guy is a terrible human being. John McCain, you mean? Oh, man. I'm, yes, I'm sorry. I do not know. Politicians as well. as But you're right. Yeah.
0: McCain. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah. I heard a podcast Doing the deep dive on his life. Really? Called the Dollop. Yeah. Right. A, because
1: he was like a POW and stuff.
0: Yeah. Before, too, right? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. The important thing to remember about all of his public story is that he's the son of a general. And so he was lifted up through the ranks because his dad was a general. Right. And his dad before him.
1: Interesting. And his dad before him.
0: Right. And his dad before him. This is like generations back of soldiers. Interesting. Okay. And they were all raised up by their fathers.
1: Yeah. And I think McCain was actually in a war with his dad where his dad was still a general too.
0: Yep. Yeah. 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 That was kind of the thing. And part of what they covered in that, and I mean, I didn't do the deep dive or anything. I'm just listening to this and, you know, you're hearing, I'm trying to hear all the sides. Yes. You know, because in any of these, there's three sides to any story, his, hers, and the truth. Yep. And somewhere in there, you might find out what's actually going on. So I'm trying to listen to all sides, but in this explanation of them, when he was captured, he was pretty much selling out mm-hmm. everyone else to save his own ass. Interesting. Whereas everybody else would just give their name, rank, and serial number. Yep. But he's like, no, no, here's where this boat's going to be. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know if there's any truth behind it. I listened that to much. a
1: small podcast after he passed away, and it was said that um he refused to be evacuated unless everyone was evacuated. Right. Well, could be true both of them it could be. <laughs> I, yeah i mean i didn't do any of the research on any of that No, who's to say some some idiot went yeah he was giving them all the information when mccain was thinking everyone's going to live if you just give them what they want if you try to be patriotic here in this pow camp you'll die yeah they just won't feed you they just right. won't they will do whatever they have to because you are a prisoner of war
0: right yeah
1: I mean, who knows but that's interesting just the dichotomy
0: yeah there's it's, it's
1: strange to see how those things happen it is i don't know i don't hey, really know uh, eric do you want to hop in the conversation while i go drain the main vein i'm gonna mute my mic so we have less echo mm.
0: yep let's do it <gasps> the main vein uh 52 mm-hmm. hey, 52 how's it going over there uh it's okay how are you doing over there i'm okay I'm about to float out of here myself. Yeah. I might have to just repurpose this bottle. You no, know? <laughs> oh, I will hold off. It's it's tough. I'm just going to put like a series of funnels with tubes that go to a 5 gallon in the center of the table just below the so that, you know, you can just kind of mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah. Not a bad idea there. You know. Going mean, to be fun. I'm good times. Stink after a while. Maybe you have to run some water through each of the funnels. Yeah. use, you know, especially with all the coffee. Yeah. If anybody has asparagus.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun out here.
0: Oh, I'm getting a new Lego set. Ooh. I'm excited. What are you getting? I'm getting the Emmett's Dreamhouse Rescue Rocket from the Lego movie, Two. Hey. so it's all a nice cute little house that also turns into a rocket ship could be fun that's sweet i saw a couple of uh, lego ideas out there Mm -hmm. for people to build transformers okay you can actually build bumblebee and he'll transform into the beetle and then the robot and everything and you can build it yourself out of lego uh, I I saw a couple of those and I'm like, I hope these get enough votes. So go to the Lego Ideas page and any of those that you like, vote for them. Wow, if they get so enough cool. votes, Lego turns them into sets. Really cool. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Are you? Yes, I have to pee too. That's <laughs> what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> Mute your mic so we have less echo. Okay.
0: <laughs> and, and then we, we go split up. Uh,
1: hey Eric, how did that go?
0: We're okay. We're good. Yep.
1: It's we. It's tough because we have to like unmute and mute your microphone. It's technical difficulties, folks. Okay, because we're running on a on a bare bones budget thing here. Okay, you might have noticed last week we had a mixer and we had some fancy ass microphones, and that made the show about five percent better after spending six hundred dollars. Wasn't worth. Just wasn't even slightly worth. Maybe if we had a regular fourth guest, it would make more sense. We don't. It's usually two to three people. And so we just took that shit right back. We returned that shit. Just spend it on better things. Like merchandise. A website. And a root canal for Daniel. <laughs> that is where oh, most yeah. of that went. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna buy merchandise and we're gonna start an e commerce website and Oh, my tooth just broke. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Gotta go to the dentist. <laughs> Your nerves exposed. <laughs> Why don't we just send you to the root canal specialist? Oh. It's a good thing you have dental insurance. It's still gonna cost a lot of money. Hey, better um about a grand than four grand. Basically. Yeah. So uh my dental benefits have finally paid for themselves. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, Eric. They suggested that I get braces, my dentist. Ooh. They suggested I get braces. Mainly Invisalign. Uh-huh. But I could get regular braces if I wanted to. Invisalign, a lot less complicated. Normal braces makes me feel like I can get a part of my childhood that I never had. hmm <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I had, I had braces growing up. You did? Yeah. Um,
0: not fun, you know. The classic braces story getting them tightened, and ugh, uh, it's horrible, it's horrible. But my brother had a Invisalign, and it went a lot better for him than for me
1: because you can just like take them out to eat, right? Right, yep. um, you can. Uh, uh, I was just telling Eric, I might have to get braces. <laughs> I got a root canal Oof. this last week. <laughs> oh boy. Were we going hard on the social media? Is it okay for a topic change now?
0: Absolutely. Is it okay? okay cool. I was actually going to come out here and be like, you know, on a lighter note, I heard somebody refer to ejaculate as high fructose porn syrup, and now I can't <laughs> think of anything else. Perfect. Well, um, it's funny you say that because, like,
1: back in the day, um, I've been meaning to ask you this anyway. We can talk about um, my mouth first and then other things, but. Okay. Um. I had I was chewing uh my I had my back right original molar um hurting just a smidgen and I was like huh. and I reached back and I'm like oh there's like a crack in it that's really interesting uh oh yeah and then I was eating sunflower seeds and I was cracking them on that main tooth that's where I'm always cracking open my sunflower seeds which I've been eating a lot of um recently up until that day <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I cracked it and I was like. Uh, What is that? seat is really hard. And I'm like, oh, that is my tooth. my tooth broken off in my mouth. It didn't hurt or anything. Um, And then I eventually got around to going to the dentist a couple months later, and he was like, yes, your root is also exposed, and you need a root canal. (laughs) (laughs) Because your nerve ending is exposed. That pink thing right there. So they excavated the tooth, gave me a temporary filling, said, "Uh, go get a root canal if you can. I went the next day. Uh, Glad I returned the mixer. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause all of that was a grand even after dental Holy benefits. Shabat. Um so I go back and I'm getting a crown tomorrow. Um mm-hmm. permanently. But from my analysis they said, you know, your teeth are jamming together in really weird ways. Did you, did they never suggest braces for you? And I was like, No. I was honestly kind of jealous I never got to do braces. I liked braces. There's a part of me that feels like I was subliminally jealous because when I was in high school, I had a fetish for girls with braces. I was like, that's hot. I don't anymore because braces are also associated with very, very, very young girls, and it just (laughs) doesn't work anymore. (laughs) So... Um but i I can tell you when I made my way through the uh, made my rounds in high school, I definitely um a lot of those girls had braces. I digress yeah um, when it was legal yeah, and then nothing but uh that being said, I think I'm gonna let the internet vote whether or not I get real or invisalign braces, so go real. I'm going to get real braces. Go real. Potentially. I don't know. Invisalign is a lot easier, though. Like, like Eric was just talking about how he had real braces versus his brother who had Invisalign and had a way easier time with it. Oh. Ah. And, of course, my wife Sarah's like, he needs real
0: braces. He needs to suffer like I suffered.
1: <laughs> real
0: braces. Did you ever have braces? I did not. You don't come across as a person. Uh, my... teeth my, uh... look fine. Exactly. My yep. dental hygienist and my dentist always comment on it. Mm-hmm. No matter what dentist or how well group your teeth I'm going just came to. In. And uh here's kind of a embarrassing yet gross thing about myself. Okay. I neglect my teeth mm-hmm. quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Always have. I always have to. I uh, it just was never ingrained in me from a young age that you brush every day. Mm-hmm. So I would brush when I remember. Right. That's to this day. Same with me. I don't brush like I should. I don't floss like I should.
1: I bet a lot of people don't.
0: <laughs> Oddly enough, yeah. all that has changed mm-hmm. in the past 30 days. Oh, really? Yes. Relevance, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so I got my text today. Uh, it has been a full month since I used a tobacco product. Mm-hmm. That's right. Rich quit smoking. Mm. Thirty days. Thirty days. Damn. Going pretty good. So exciting. Anytime I get I get the patch right here. I gotta rub on it. You know, if I start getting a little itchy. Okay. Just remind myself that it's there, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But one of the things that I mean, amongst multiple things that goes along with quitting a tobacco product, yes. especially if you've done it for twenty years.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is that you have to replace these things, mm-hmm. the things you're used to doing. You have to replace them; otherwise, you'll just fall back into your old habit. Right. So it's form a new habit to break the old one. Gotcha. And the patch just helps you helps your will to resist. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in D and D terms, it's like I got a plus four to will. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So. To replace it, the last time I quit smoking for a long time was I had been smoking for maybe two years and I quit for a year. And I replaced cigarettes with sunflower seeds. So I constantly had a bag of sunflower seeds. And I was constantly spitting out shells. So I was carrying around an empty two liter to spit the shells into. So I'm constantly spitting, which was...
1: Putting amateur, s- it's a tiny, tiny spit hole, but I get you.
0: Kind of <laughs> putting people off. No, I would cut the top off of. The, oh, perfect. I'm okay, uh, carrying perfect. around cool. like a plastic right? jar. It is
1: not fun spitting into little holes.
0: No, it is not. So either that or I would take a can opener and cut the top off of an aluminum can. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, could I couldn't thought.
1: I couldn't not. Continue.
0: I appreciate that. It's fine. That's yeah, good. Anyway, I thought you would. That's why I went <laughs> Anyway. So, this time, to avoid all the spitting and everything, mm-hmm. flossers. Okay. Those little, like, mm-hmm. U-shaped yeah. dentics, you know, yeah, it mm-hmm. has the floss there.
1: I can guarantee you my grandma has one in her purse right now.
0: I am flossing, like, four times a day. Really? <laughs> yeah, because anytime time I'm feeling the urge to have something going on uh-huh. in my mouth, I'm uh-huh. flossing. Ooh, there you go. See, that's good. That's healthy. That's fine. Yeah. So, I've noticed that my breath is nowhere near as bad as it was, even when I was smoking and brushing, Ooh, okay. And then when I quit smoking, even though I didn't really pick up the brushing the mm-hmm. way I should have, yes, the flossing has helped immensely. Ooh, as far as halitosis, I love that. So, folks, if you've got some halitosis and you don't floss the way you should, pick up flossing. Okay, <laughs> just pro tip I here.
1: Need to do that too. I need to do that too. And yeah, no. after
0: about. Three days of mm-hmm. regularly flossing, mm-hmm. your gums don't bleed near as bad. Yep, yep. Because you know, if you floss sporadically, then it's just like you know, it's almost like you were chewing on a tampon. <sighs> uh,
1: talking about this right now makes me want to brush my teeth and floss. <laughs> so that's all I want to do right now, I'm just like, I'm like I'm feeling the layer.
0: <laughs> but your your right. gums actually toughen up from yes. constant rubbing of a string against them. Yep. And so I'm guessing that kind of turns off the rot that right. makes your breath so bad. Right. Makes sense. I'm guessing. I don't know. I am not a hygienist. I have
1: no idea. We'll we'll see. Ultimately, I think it's up to my wife what kind of braces I get. Um, yeah. I want to let the internet decide, but then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get real braces, obviously. No one's going to mm-hmm. vote for a Visalign. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we'll see.
0: Yeah. Well, and ultimately, she's the one that has to put up with your mouth the most. Exactly. So yeah. it's best to and whatever the dentist ultimately n- n- prescribes. <laughs> and what's cheaper? <laughs> I've had two <laughs> because practical braces or the real metal ones. They're yep. You're a bitch. They, but they're ultimately yeah. cheaper because they last a lot longer. Yes. yes. The Invisalign. It's like every week you're stepping up. That's a whole new set. Yeah. Yeah, it's pushing. Yeah, I have to look into it. The dentist said that they
1: were like, combinedly getting like they were getting more and more on par with each other. Okay. So I mean, Invisalign is eradicating normal braces,
0: um, which is slowly good. but surely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've known people that had adult braces, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. instead of doing it the full term, yes. they only went half the time, and then did Invisalign the rest of the time. Okay. I've known other people that have done the braces for far longer than they should have. Mm-hmm. Um, there was there was a woman I know or knew she had adult braces and uh, she kept them on for four months longer than she needed to mm-hmm. because it was helping her avoid going down on her husband.
1: <laughs> that makes sense.
0: Yes. Right. And I was like. If he likes getting his dick sucked and you don't like sucking his dick, why are you married? (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. I mean,
1: at a certain point, you kind of got to... Yeah. I mean, because you're not going to want... If if you like head, you're not going to marry a woman who doesn't like to give head. And uh, a woman's not going to marry a man she doesn't want to go down on. Right. It's rough. And what man doesn't like a blowjob? (laughs) What man? Yeah. Yeah. Unless your
0: girlfriend has incredibly sharp teeth. (laughs) Well, then you can work on technique, you know, give her pointers, you know. I mean, also true. Here's your bug report. Yes. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's funny.
1: But that kind of leads me in the next direction of, like, the final topic of this episode. Which I thought I would bring up is, like, what is your
0: fetish? Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Just that easy, huh? To her. I'm a giver, not a receiver.
1: (laughs) I like how you had to specify. But stuff receiving, not giving. Only with women. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I digress. Because the weird thing for me is that, like, my only fet- my only thing that is like, literally just, like, straight turned me on was braces. Really? I'll look back at old pictures of Sarah when she had braces and be, like, fucking, bam, there, midnight. So, I'll be like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... But then, um, I never knew Sarah when she had braces though because we were graduated from high school, and um, and I had a fetish for braces, but like now it's just kind of this thing of like, and eh, braces is also related to underage girls. And now I'm just like, it completely went away for me because I'm not interested in underage girls. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. refer to episode 32 <laughs> <laughs> pedophilia and leaving Neverland, but I digress. Mm.
0: Um, <laughs> to clarify on that, yeah, exactly. Because I went back and listened to it, yeah, and I was, I was like, man, there were, there was some stuff that I thought I said that I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the benefit, really, big time on doing this too, yeah. is that I'll get to revisit the conversation, and be like, oh man, I completely forgot to say that, but I thought I did say it, and right? Turns out it was in my inner monologue and never made it out the mouth.
1: It happens from time to time.
0: Um, the one gentleman who was um, voluntarily chemically castrating yes. himself yes. was also in active therapy.
1: Oh, cool. Trying okay.
0: to reverse the effect. There you go. Okay, cool. So cool. he was trying to get to a point where he would no longer need to be chemically castrated because he would know what to shift. Right. And or be- he would... Have that shift
1: happen. Yeah, be erect with a full-grown woman and not a child. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Um, So that being said, with the whole, like, fetish thing, um, my my new fetish is my wife, Mm -hmm. like, just, like, full-on, like, and it's, like, I don't know if that's, like, technically allowed, but for me, it's this weird thing of, like, I don't really feel sexual unless I'm around her in this weird way because it's just, like, it's this thing of, like, I also don't watch porn anymore. That's just a a, a stipulation of my relationship with her because she doesn't kind of, like, like porn or believe in porn. And what as I look at it from the outside window now, as someone who used to, like, look at it every fucking day as this high school kid beating off every night um, versus where I'm at now as an adult, you can still partake and enjoy it, and that's completely fine. And I think... Um, partaking in an, in an adult is a completely fine affair mm-hmm. um, for you to do, uh, or uh pastime. Yeah. But as an adult now, I just find that, like, it's... A, I don't know, life's also just, like, a little simpler that way, but I digress.
0: <laughs> well, no, that's kind of the natural progression of okay. things as you right. get... Old. Like, make no mistake, I consume a lot of pornography. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's... I, I'd say there's 24 hours in a day. I would say that I'm devoting about two and a half hours a day. We day could open a web browser,
1: and, and a, one of those tabs is going to have.
0: Oh God, yeah, porn. yeah, one of them. Yeah, yep. I think I've got one like 12 open windows in my Safari, and yeah, nine of them. Yes, are devoted to porn. Yep. Yeah. Okay. But I'm only really excited by. Talent that resembles my wife. Oh, okay. Boom. So it's like the stuff that I don't do with my wife, Mm -hmm. I see going on with someone that kind of resembles my wife or has similar attributes to my wife. And yeah, harder than Chinese algebra. Boom. Done. So, and I don't really feel excited by other people Mm -hmm. like if I see these acts going on in porn I'm picturing me and my wife doing them right exactly you know
1: and that makes sense
0: so it's like I'm seeing this happen to my wife essentially or my wife and I are doing this and this is fine
1: Right. And when I guess I guess when I make these connections in my head and I'm trying to think back in in relation to like how's my wife my fetish and things like that. Make no joke about it. Um, pre committed to my wife Daniel, would have gladly done anything with any girl, no matter what kind of commitment I was in. <laughs> I remember we were talking about um just the different ways we were oblivious to things, is that I moved around a decent amount when I was in high school. And um there was the the interesting thing is that like when I hit a certain age and I had that personality, it was so funny because as a young man in middle school, um they were and I've kind of mentioned this before, there were kids like getting girlfriends that they were making out with in eighth grade, seventh grade, um, starting to wear like the cooler like Tony Hawk designer clothes and band T shirts. My class picture in seventh grade, I was wearing a Digimon T shirt. <laughs> I looked like a fourth grader. <laughs> a legitimate fourth grader in my seventh grade picture.
0: Nice. Yeah,
1: basically. So <laughs> long story short, um, moving on past that to my freshman year, going into my sophomore year, any girl who I was like, dang, it'd be really awesome to like date them, I could and I did. So, um, despite like being in a like committed relationship with my first girlfriend, I'm pretty sure that I had on and off um, relationships with a ton of girls in between, like, that. In terms of, like, just making out with girls that I wanted to, being super flirty with girls. Um, because I would be moving between Weld County mm-hmm. and Wheat Ridge in Denver. Right. And all these places, even hanging out with girls in Westminster. Right. Um, Girls that were there, girls that were here. I was literally, there was a a girl that I thought was like, um, when I would hang out with kids at the Westminster Promenade here in Colorado, this was back when that main road was a compass. It wasn't a drive through okay. thing anymore. Actually, it was well over a decade ago yeah. um, when they had Maximum Gamer Gaming Cafe there. You could do a lock-in overnight and play Call, Call of Duty or no, uh, Counter-Strike Go overnight all night long with everyone. Nice. And I remember there was a girl there that I was like, wow, she is like the most attractive girl here. I will never have a chance with her. Never. Fast forward a year, we're totally making out at the (laughs) Westminster Mall. (laughs) Okay, maybe like six months to a year. I don't know. We were talking on Facebook and stuff like that, minorly flirting. And then I'm totally fucking in there, right? We're making out. I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait to see you next week. And by the next week, I was with a different girl. Right. Moving on and making these things easier in contrast to now having only a a sexual definition with my wife Mm -hmm. is that relation in terms of like, what is a fetish? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a weird thing. Um, I was never oblivious. I was just going
0: nuts. (laughs) Yeah. I feel. Whereas, you know, I was having the experience of a friend told me that she had just gotten her nipple pierced. And I asked if I could see. She showed me. I asked if I could touch. She let me touch. And I still didn't think she was interested in me. I ah. oh, had no idea that was her green light. Oh, wow. There you go.
1: <laughs> see, if I had sat down for a second, I probably would have had, I probably would have lost my virginity much sooner. Um, if I had calmed my fucking tits and stopped bouncing from girl to girl, making out with each one, asking one to go out with me and be my
0: girlfriend, then forgetting she existed a week later. (laughs) Yeah. See that because of a new girl that didn't happen in life for me until like I was 17 or 18.
1: (laughs) Oh, there you go. Boom. Yeah. So see, I, I think that I did so much like hopping around with girls when I was young that I, I was able to meet my wife at 19, you know? Yeah. I was just kind of like, okay, this is kind of getting boring. I'm tired of the inconsistency, putting up with the drama girl. Maybe I need to find, like, one solid girl. Like, maybe instead of running from the next one that feels like it could work out, I need to stick with it. And boy, did, oh, man, that one was like, hmm. Mm. That was good timing for me. Nice. Because there is a love of my life.
0: Nice. You know? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird when you see your wife and you're like, I'm going to marry that girl.
1: No, it's true. And it happened. I told I told the BF F gel like two weeks into dating Sarah. I was like, well, you know when my wedding with her. <laughs> <laughs> sure enough,
0: eight years later, here we are. Nice. Yes. That's a natural progression of things though. It really is. I remember when I just when that shift happened for me, it was right around because how long have you guys been married now? About two years? About two years. It was right around the two year mark of year being married. That was kinda years. like And I was like, okay. I was like, pretty much every saved one, Mm -hmm. I see aspects of my wife. It's true, yep. Mm In this model, in this model, in this model, in this model. Okay. And then boom, you're in. So I'm like, okay, all the porn I'm watching resembles my wife and that's why I'm watching it. Nice. Makes Makes sense. That's where we're at. Okay. And there's this weird trend now with like, Headless amateur porn. Uh sorry, hold on. What? Like Headless? Headless amateur porn. Like these girls are posing nude yeah. online after decapitation. Below their neck. That's what I they're, know you meant. Not- I
1: was making a stretch. I'm sorry. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> God, I wish they were decapitated. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Suddenly just say it on Rick and Morty. That was a Ah, joke. 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 This show is not PC. Okay. Okay. We okay, we need to say PC thing, but obviously.
0: Yes. I still need to write the statement of intent and put that like Yeah, yeah, right?
1: Foremost. Exactly. We do our best. We do our best, guys. We do not We'll let you know when that statement of intent happens. Anyway. Oh my gosh. So amateur, but they don't show their face so that they can still do the things they want to do. Yeah, so they'll post these
0: body shots and like, you know. You can tell that it's the same way as like the typical selfie. Is
1: so they don't have their character assassinated for doing what they want to do.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, and they're looking for the. The opposite of body shaming, the opposite of slut shaming, they're looking for adoration. Yeah. Or these things. And it makes sense. It does make sense. So, okay. yeah, I, I mean, I fully support it and everything. It's just kind of strange to be like, man, the majority of what I see anymore, there's there's no face. There's no face at all. And it's weird to enjoy, essentially, a headless woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't realize just how much of the attraction is in the eyes and the bone structure and mouth and... That makes sense. Ears and comparison to the eyes and whatnot. Okay. You know, because I... <laughs> think there was one girl that was like i finally decided to post my face and my god you could park a cadillac between her front teeth <laughs> it was just like oh oh
1: boy right that weird thing of like butterface.
0: yeah and it's like
1: oh yeah head off, head off right yeah put, <laughs> put the bag back on, put the <laughs> bag back on. <laughs> what was that scary movie or scary movie two? i think where they're I like doing so. it with a ghost or something, or like the ring girl, and they're like doing it. And, she, and they're in the closet, I think it was. like, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in the closet in scary movie, and she's like, he's like doing her, and like, <laughs> it looks like she's about to kill him. And then it cuts to him that he's like totally banging her, and she's like trying to take this back. He's like, no, keep the bag on. Keep the bag on. I can't do this. <laughs> I need to um, watch yeah. those movies again. Oh, uh, they don't hold up. I bet they don't. They do not. I really want up. to, though. I
0: really want to. I, which one did I catch the other day? It was. Which one ended with, like, the usual suspects? I don't know. I, I want to say it was the first scary movie. I would be down for them to
1: make another scary movie if it was, like, The Conjuring. But making fun of all those. Annabelle that would was be a sex thing. doll. That was the other thing. What?
0: This this past week. Could you watch wife- if
1: Annabelle was a sex doll?
0: I'm just saying, continue. If they CGI'd a sex doll in place of Annabelle <laughs> in all those movies, I'd be down to watch them. Okay, okay. Now, um, the wife was like, I'm bored. And I was like, well, you want to play a game? You want to... You want to play a game? You want to fuck around? I mean, <laughs> what do you want to do? And she was like, there are there any horror movies in there? And I was like, my wife's go-to is to go to the on-demand section. Mm-hmm. And just pull up the new movies. Okay. And she'll just rent the movie on streaming or on demand. And I'm like, honey, you realize that there are hundreds, literally thousands of movies in every genre streaming on Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime. We don't have to pay for these things. We can just find one we haven't seen and watch it for a service we're already paying for. And she's like but they're not new. They're new to you. What does it matter? Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, so I was like, here, let's just, let's go through the horror selection on Netflix and see if there's anything that, you know, you'd want to see. Yeah. So we're flipping through and uh, I noticed the conjuring in there and everything. Mm -hmm. And the fun thing about Netflix and all these is that if you hover on the selection, Mm -hmm a snippet or trailer already starts, automatically starts. Oh, God. And plays for about 30 seconds to a minute, mm-hmm. whether it's footage of the movie or the trailer or whatever. Yeah. And so we stop on The Conjuring, and I was, and she was like, well, that looks interesting. I was like, do you want to watch that? She goes, we'll put that in the maybe pile. Did you not know? Know what? Continue. Go ahead. got freaking Annabelle in it doesn't it it,
1: it totally anyway. does <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Annabelle is where where they put Annabelle in Conjuring first the Conjuring is Annabelle and then they had an Annabelle
0: spin-off Okay well the snippet that it showed was a woman blindfolded looking for something and then a armoire's doors open Mhm and she heads that way and is feeling through the armoire And then gets this, like, really freaked out look on our face and whips off the blindfold. And then a girl pops out behind her and goes, ah, you remove your blindfold, I win, type. I don't know what part of the movie that is or anything. It's the beginning. It was pretty creepy. Yeah. And I was like, this might actually be pretty good. I might have to watch this. Okay. But now if Annabelle's in there, no damn way in hell. You would have turned it off anyway, because they start with Annabelle.
1: That's the intro. And then throughout, Annabelle kind of, like, torments their daughter at home. Now, Conjuring Two, you could watch the entirety of because that's only the nun. Okay. There, there is no Annabelle in Conjuring Two. Period. That's... Okay.
0: But Patrick Wilson's in these. Mm-hmm. Okay. Huh. All right. Um, is that Vera Farmiga? Vera Farmiga. Yep. She's From in it. Bates Motel. Yeah. Okay. She's way better in Bates Motel. I might be able to get past the doll to watch this. I might. We'll, well see. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I'll, give it a sh- I'll give it a shot with the wife, and if it gets too scary, I'll have her cuddle me. Hey, anyway.
1: if we could be there, that'd be fun. We always watch The Conjurings. They're really good. All right. You could start with The Conjuring 2, decide that you love it, because Conjuring 2 is top notch, and okay. then go back to Conjuring, because they don't really touch each other in, in order or anything. Okay. So.
0: We ended up watching The Uninvited, okay. and I kind of ruined it <laughs> because I called it from the beginning. I don't know if you've seen the Uninvited, mm, but it was—I it was, vaguely
1: remember. It's a string hat, right? When this a guy wears the hat, and it's a bag, and it's tied in the back.
0: Uh, no, this is—that's no, the a, a collector. Was The invited? It's what the it's Liv Tyler. No, the Uninvited had uh, Emily Browning in it.
1: Yes, no, I do remember that one now. Yeah, it was okay. just another
0: one of those. Yep. Yeah. Girl with ghosts. Yeah, starts okay. off with her describing a nightmare type thing to a yeah, therapist. Yeah, 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 Anyway, I called it from the beginning, mm-hmm. and then when the reveal happened, it was a surprise to neither of us. hmm So I'm not sure that she thinks I'm that fun to watch a oh, scary no. movie with. Oh, no. Considering all the scary movies I've ruined.
1: Yeah, just watch something that doesn't really have a super thick plot line, like... The Conjurings, they're just straight scary. <laughs> they don't try to hide anything from you. They're just terrifying. Okay,
0: yeah. I mean, my the big, the top three that I can think of that scared me the most, uh-huh. whether I watched them as a child or an adult, is Hereditary. Yep. Uh, Event Horizon. Yep. And uh, The Exorcist. Okay, cool. So. That's good. Those are all very well done. No, and, I don't. mean, an Oscar, those creepiest shit. Wasn't necessarily scary, just Sh- super creepy.
1: Should I name this episode uh, uh, Headless Amateur Porn? <laughs> I don't see why you wouldn't. <laughs> and people will be like, what kind of episode is this going to be?
0: <laughs> I don't see why you wouldn't, <laughs> really.
1: Rich might watch by Annabelle by the end of it. <laughs> I might watch
0: Annabelle by the next record. Mm,
1: they're all digital, so you can. Yeah. If you want. Yeah. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah. Can
1: you take us home, Daddy.
0: Thank you for listening. Tell me, name, I'm Rich. I'm Rich. I'm Daniel. Catch you next time. 12-foot Smurfs that fuck with ponytails. If
1: Rich survives Annabelle.
0: i <sighs> The Conjuring. Possibly. That's all. I'm, it's going to be The Conjuring. I don't know if I'll do the Annabelle. Hey, look for Annabelle porn. No, that, that'll loosen up the no.
1: situation before you go
0: in. Oh man, there's there's like this weird like community online that um, you know the Bilbo Gollum face from uh, Fellowship when he sees the Ring on Frodo, and he goes oh, that face. People have taken that face and spliced it onto the females in porn <laughs> scenes. I can't remember what the what it's called, but it is hilarious.
1: Hit the button, Eric